Episode 195 the Loud and Proud podcast. Tell them more tribulations. Yeah, tough, tough day down in the Midlands. I'm going to get into it all and more. But first, Oasis. Say love and proud today. Yeah, so today wasn't to be. I have um, the floating game. We'll hear from Mickey, long chat with Mickey, and then we will have talking points. A couple. Uh, for free and then sign up to hear the rest of them as usual uh, speaking of the Midlands the Loud Ladies had a, had a two point win today one point win today I should say so a good win for them over Offaly in the last game of the Leinster Championship campaign um, for the, do you think they got five goals five, five seven to finish with which is which is good to see getting them a win just uh, you know, leaves them kind of getting themselves with a bit of confidence coming into um, championship intermediate championship this season right let's go to the game in the Midlands in Tullamore and oh yeah just one of those days I was accused of making weird funny noises to start of the week so I'm not going to get make any more weird uh, noises but I'm going to get into you can hear the voices gone it's just um Long L day, long L slog, long L bank holiday, Sunday. Going down there at that time in the evening, getting a drive home and that, and the rain on the way down, and then just the loss. It was just, it was a tough, tough day. You can only imagine the players, the disappointment they feel. Mickey Hart gets into it as well, that they didn't deserve it. Um, I don't know whether I don't know whether they didn't did or didn't deserve it or not, but um, they certainly tried hard, and it's just at the level that they're at. That's just the difference, you know. It could be a very short podcast and say, "Look at that." It's just it you're trying to hint at that during the week that, like, we were very well prepared and were very well um, set up in the whole lot. But like, uh, like the old thing, the old you have a plan to fight Mike Tyson, and until he punches you in the face. That just seemed to be the way it was today. <clears throat> you look at the two sides, and we talked about even Daniel Flynn starting and Mark Donlan starting, and it did start. Flynn was very erratic, like he missed a fourteen-yard free, and then caused havoc to, to get the to get the penalty that probably sealed the game. Mark Donlan, we wanted him to go long, and when he did go long, we picked off his kick out, and then we just, then he was allowed to get the kick out the way short, which worked for them. Um, but they just seemed to have a way, and they just they're, they're upper and upper in a higher level. There's no way you could look at that and say we we could beat them just on, on current. Like so we have a long way to go. I think everyone's aware of that, but just current standings alone <coughs> showed that they were just really they're a supreme outfit and they're much more improved over this fragility and this kind of thing that we're that bogey team that's fine but this is three games in a row now that they've walloped us you know that qualifier game with Casey the game in uh, in Crow Park with Aidan O'Rourke and now this one and they're operating at a higher standard and underage and they're operating at um, fast levels at um under twenties and winning under twenty at Ireland's winning under twenty Leinster's but even yeah sorry even at inter county level at senior level adult level nine out of the last ten Leinster finals they've been in you know we've been in one in the past fifty sixty years or whatever you know we all remember the last one we were in you know so that that's just the level we're at but the team that started today was James Calliff Dan Corkin Bevan Duffy Donald McKenney 
John Clutterbuck was right half wearing the seven. Number six was Niall Sharkey and left half was Owen Callahan. Tommy Dornan and Conor Early were in the middle of the field. Um, it was Liam Jackson, Samuel Wright and Colin McKeever in the half forward line. Then Kieran Downey, Conor Grimes and Kieran Bourne. That was the starting team and the, the Kildare team, it was named as per programme. Uh, like Flynn and did stay left half back. Callahan did stay in the middle of the field. Alex Byrne did stay in the wing. Thought there might be a bit of uh, positional switches from going from the league form. Brian McLaughlin starting in the league. And we talked about the bench impacts as well. But uh, they just got that perfect start. Like uh, Mickey will go into it as well. But it was just the physicality of them straight away. It was like that speed and power. And I was like, oh, OK, it's going to be a long day here. They went 7-0 up, early doors. But we had two chances. Sam had two chances, two frees. Like obviously not easy frees, but Sam frees. Sam's range, long distance, long way out. And perfect chance to settle her. And, and, and he missed those two. And then Conor Early finally gets their first score. The 19-minute play. But then, three minutes later, Paul Cribben kicks the ball over the bar to put them 10-1 ahead. And that was every single one of the Kildare forwards gets a score from play. And that that was the thing I spoke about during the week, the depth in their forwards um, and, and the scoring ability of the forwards. That Would we kick 24 points against Monaghan? Probably not. No, we wouldn't. They kick 222 today. You know, and then on top of that, uh, I spoke about that the way the game would kind of go and I don't know it's a great myth in Gaelic football that the team that played the week before does well or gets the better start the next day out um, from the benefit of playing it never it never looks that way it never is, I think it's a complete fallacy complete myth and it was true today because Kildare Ride last week we come into we're probably a little bit leggy from it I'd say if anything and that big high and playing a nav and then getting the recovery and then going through the week's business where Kildare just priming themselves to where they probably looked they did look at us last week they got a good session in and tapered everything down without exerting too much energy and emotion in the week before and they get the good start and like I mentioned in the podcast during the week if you had signed up you would have heard that we needed that good start we needed the not even the good start we needed to get ahead of them because that's key to our game plan, picking them off, counter-attacking. And once they went 10-1 ahead, after 22 minutes, you kind of felt, OK, this, this game's getting away from us. McLaughlin got one uh, to start. He came in from the blue, out of the blue. Jimmy Hyland got one. Ben McCormack. Ben McCormack was probably the most impressive forward on on the day. Forker there pulling the strings. But anyway, Sam Murray gets his first point for play and then Conor Grimes gets a mark that put us 10-3 behind Hyland gets his third no he gets his fourth point of the first half sorry um, no sorry his third point of the first half and then um, Sam gets a, a mark kicks that over that was a tough score and he kicked it well um, but I thought we had goal chances in between we had a, a goal disallowed at that stage then um, Sam breaks through and flicks the ball out and passed it to uh Liam Jackson was in the square and in the square when the ball received and it was just yeah, it was just allowed anyway and we did we had a great chance just before that way well we bit before that early on in the half. Um where Bevan goes through, probably could have laid it into Kieran anyway, went and took the shot on his left foot and was well smothered by Mark Donlan. 
and uh, we need to take those chances you know we missed a couple more points as well on top of that um, but Kildare just pushed on and we weren't taking them and they just kept, like I said they kept just chipping away with, with points Didn't re- I don't think James Calvert had saved to make don't think they worked them at all Happy just to pepper us with, with points from distance and whipping over scores um, patient moves as well Daniel Flynn just before half time really I'd say they had 30 passes before he got in the end of it and, and kicked it over Highland gets his fourth point of the first half and then Kieran Bourne uh, after Kieran Colin McKeever done well uh, made a 13-5 point deficit at half time with a long way to go at half time and Look, you kind of knew, like they always do, get a good kind of reaction to Mickey and Gavin at half time. Kieran Bourne actually goes off, and uh, sub that comes in is Tom Jackson. And we kick three points in a row. We're pushing right up in the kick out, so we're getting good run, run, good value out of it. We're getting good value out of it. Uh, Sam gets a free. Conor Grimes gets a lovely whip and point that he loves to turn in front of the full back, Shea Ryan, and whip it over the bar. Then he gets a mark. So that reduced the gap from 8 to 5 and then a bit of a skirmish I'll get into that now and the talking points but uh, the next ball next kind of incision of play is uh, Daniel Flynn gets a, gets a solo gets a drive and run on Lyle Sharkey and uh, wins a penalty the 48 minute and Feely former soccer player probably could have made it at soccer if he stayed at it um, finished to the bottom corner had to be right in the corner because Peter was very close to getting a hand on it Um then they introduced the sub, Derek Herwin, who, who uh, oh, he's just brilliant, brilliant footballer. He hits a beautiful point with his first touch, just to hammer home that goal. Sam gets a free, lovely scoop, bend and scoop, picks it up, fires it over the bar. Then Cribben hand pass the ball over the bar. Jimmy hits the crossbar. They're ramping now at this stage, and Karen showed his class again to put them 170 to 9 ahead. Then Tommy Doran gets a long range shot. Ben McCormick gets a really good point. Kerwin again gets his third point. And Woodgate, another sub, the lad that started, started in the league. He gets his support first point, first of two points with a free. That made it 120 to 10 points. Then loud debutante, Jack Murphy gets a point. Good point, really good point actually. Um, Soling up the right-hand side, torn and, and spun it over the bar. Not even spun it, just a good direct strike. Sweet kick in action, dri- drilled it over the bar. And then Kerwin gets a goal just in the end of a move, kind of they were running through, slipped the ball through the hands, and Woodgate passed it to Kerwin for the goal. Easy enough finish, uh, two twenty to eleven. Woodgate adds another. Sam gets a point from uh, play again. His third point from play, his fifth point overall. And then Cribben gets the final score to make it two twenty two to twelve point sixteen point defeat. You're going to hear now from uh, loud manager Mickey Hart. Uh, unfortunately, the wrong end of the scoreline today, Mickey. Um, would you say that losing in the game was the first half? You just didn't start, even though you got it back to what, a five-point game early in the second half, but you left yourselves with too much work to do. I Probably that. I mean, you know, we, we, we allowed them too much uh, leeway in the first half, and, and again, the efficiency of their shooting was unbelievable. Like, if they shot at all, it seemed to go over the bar. I don't think it had weighed at all, nearly in that period, when they were kicking right foot, left foot, right side, left side. But again, we left them too many one-on-one options or opportunities. And, and you can't do that with quality teams. And uh, when we got it sorted at half-time and decided to put more pressure on them, um, they, they didn't kick many when there was pressure on. Uh, so 
we were we, we left ourselves a mountain to climb, right? Uh, the disallowed goal, if we'd got that, I think it would have made a different complexion in the game altogether. I don't think it would have been as uh, much at sea. And then the penalty, I think when we were on the way back, the penalty had the same effect as the non uh, the goal that wasn't allowed. It killed us at times when we just needed those scores. And actually we created other goal chances in that first half as well. So, you know, it's a shame that we're beaten by so much here today because the spells of that game when we held our own bravely. Uh, but overall, you know, I think they should be a little bit flattered by the scoreline. But it was a comprehensive victory nonetheless. Yeah, I suppose, you know, it was always going to be a step up for your team today, Mickey. The, the final scoreline, I think, was probably a bit harsh. But you'd have to credit uh, Kildare. They showed, I suppose, uh, why they've been in Leinster finals and the Division two, Division 1 team in recent years. Well, there's no doubt about it. Um, their, their tenacity and their strength on the ball and the way they made it so difficult for us to keep our possession. You'd know this is a step up, absolutely. We knew it was a step up and, I mean, they were unfortunate to be a Division 2 team now like they were in Division 1 and, and you thought that they played enough to stay there and you don't spend a season in Division 1 and not you know be a season side and we were coming up from the other side so that there was a huge gap there before the season started like you know there was a big gap uh, technically now we're in the same division for next year but it just shows maybe what needs to be done here the, the power that's needed to play at that level you know, We mentioned during commentary the, the physical uh, element of the game probably something that you haven't come across this season they are very strong and so even some of your own players you know, they were feeling the effects of that by the end of the game uh, There's no doubt the intensity of their tackling and, and the physicality that they had there was certainly there it's, it's very disappointing those key decisions the square ball and the penalty which I was far enough away I can't be you know decisive about it but I thought it seemed harsh enough and they're, they're major change, turning points in a game like and and they killed any opportunity we had of making this a tough encounter for them those things that went against us meant that they could keep us well at arm's length and that was a pity because our players were trying their best to get back into this game and every time they seemed to be within touching distance of it it was kind of taken from them in some strange kind of way Yeah I mean the, the goal to give the penalty away when it, when it came because you were you looked as if you were on the way back you, you had brought it down to a five point game that the timing of it was absolutely disastrous from your point of view It was for sure and I suppose the goal we missed early on when they scrambled it off the line and then the disallowed goal is it put all those things into the script and um, we deserved more, I suppose, than the battering that we got. That's all I'll say. Don't think we were in a position to win the game today when you look at the game in its totality. But we were—we we didn't really deserve to be on the end of a scoreline like that. And I suppose the lads found themselves in a slightly unusual position the last 10 or 15 minutes because, you know, in most games you've played this year, you've been on the front foot a bit and you've, you've been finishing your games well. But kind of the opposite happened today. Well, it happened for... There's, there's obvious reasons for it. Like, Conor Early had to come off because mm. he was carrying an injury. Tommy got a big hit there at the end had to come off Conor Grimes ended up beside us in the field you know Bevan uh, got a dead leg so you know when you pile that all on top of the situation we were in it's not hard to see why we would we would yeah. not be finishing that game strong Yeah and those fellas obviously you have a bit of a gap now before the qualifiers come around very important that you try and get those fellas back and get them fit again Well for sure um, maybe they need a wee break at the start of this week to catch their breath again uh, but it is good that there is another opportunity for them to play football before this season ends uh, but again the other side of that is that it's a Division 1 or 2 team so there's no easy out in this you know matter who you meet at this stage they're going to be seasoned 
and quality teams and uh, yes we've a lot of work to do and, and because who knows who we'll meet Yeah I know the long unbeaten run has come to an end Mickey but it's important that you suppose you don't dwell too much on that now and that you still have at least another game to look forward to Well that's true I suppose last year you could beat in the championship it was end of season and there is a wee time frame now to regroup and try your best to get another game out of the season you know there will be one more game we try to say could we make it two you know so it's a work in progress and the more games they get at this level they're going to get more experience and know what it takes because next year it's going to be a tough call as well because every day you go out you're meeting teams that are well seasoned and physically able so um, we have a bit of advance notice on that now Thanks Mickey okay, you, You're expecting it different sort of to be a stock normally like now they're able to get players into covering positions you know before teams can nearly get across the halfway line there was mm, mm. times there today where maybe there was four or five loud players the wrong side of the ball well that's true that's true we didn't deal well with their kick out I mean their, their kick outs they were just getting right up the field you get the ball e- easy uh, from the, the kick itself and then the space galore up the sides now we were aware of that but as, as you say we, we just didn't get into the, the speed and the, the thrust of the game so early you know and then not only that but you might get away with that if the team are not good in their in finishing but they were excellent in their finishing in the first half there you, you didn't need, need a look if somebody took a shot at goal it was going over the bar so they have quality finishers and they were very very efficient in the first half today and that hurt us badly giving them those kicks we, we didn't set out to give them those kicks but we didn't get up in time to negate them so we had to sort of rethink that at half time and particularly in their kick outs we were, we were winning that battle until that penalty came along yeah. and that was turning the tide for us but uh, you learn as you go and um, we learned today that, that uh, there's a lot to learn Yeah, they were blistering up the field Like, what, what was the thought process going out? Like, was It seemed relatively flat or maybe that's just the way the game went I don't know, it's easy to reflect on things and say people were flat or they weren't I think maybe the, our boys didn't expect such intensity and such power from them not having faced that in recent times so I think that was it sometimes they're doing breaking through tackles in the games we played this season but this time you weren't getting to break through them you were getting turned over you were losing possession and you had to go and start all over again so it was a very high octane start to the game and and, and we just got caught on the wrong end of that The second half was strong the start to it though like what was I suppose what changed sort of because just before half time there momentum seemed to stem to a degree as well that they uh, well as... the big change was that if we would put pressure on their kick out and, and make them kick it long and us prepared for the long kick and, and if we could we even let a couple of those away but we won three or four in a row and we were getting a, a result out of most of them so that was what we needed to do we needed to curb their easy out of a kick and possession and the way they got that possession up the field which always left them creating one-on-ones and when we didn't allow them to create the one-on-ones, I think we could we could put them under serious pressure in terms of not being able to shoot those easy mm. points, and they had to work it much harder. And and they were starting to miss some, mm. but that's that's a work in progress in too. In terms just. of trying to level the gap, like what? Obviously, that's the level now they're going to have to try and aspire towards next year in Division yeah. Two. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So we, we we've learned that today for sure. And you know. Dublin being in this division won't make that any easier either so um, there's a lot to look forward to and there's a lot of work to be done but you know you can only work where you're at and uh, there's a lot of young players there will will benefit from that experience and they'll realise what it takes at the next level and, and you know what it'll take to stay at that next level because that's very important
Ricky, I think you've said in the past where it's gone back a number of years that only a team who's playing in Division 1 can look to win the All-Ireland. In mm-hmm. a way, even though you're going to be in the same division as Kildare next year, you could really see the, the gulf in terms of the prep, like what physically they're, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Was, well, that, that, this doesn't happen overnight, you yeah. know. <laughs> Everybody uh, takes years, three, four years. You see players maturing physically and mentally in every other way. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're playing in the top divisions, then you've got to be at that. Yeah. And I suppose we're we're starting out a bit behind the curve, but bit by bit they're getting there. The boys are putting yeah. in the work. I think in a few years' time you'll see that they'll be they will be physically developed enough to to take that kind of intensity. Yeah. And um and I just I just think overall, uh, you know, our players did not deserve the bathroom they got in the scoreboard today. Yeah. They didn't deserve that. They worked harder than that. They're better than that. And and I I'll certainly be telling them that. What do you hope to get out of the qualifiers now? Um. <laughs> I hope to get a team that, that we can stand toe to toe with and, 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 and make it a close contest and I don't know who that would be right now yeah, yeah. but um, we don't want a big big hitter we don't want somebody who's going to just be more of the same there we need somebody to give us a fighting chance yeah. that's the luck of the draw who knows who it could be at the same time Nicky a big, a big win for Dublin last night as well do you still mm. think that the provincial championship has a, has a purpose you know this old cliche about is Leinster even going to be competitive I'm, I'm a fan of the provincial championships, mm. I always was, uh, because I think what it offers all teams is a chance to have a big day in a provincial mm. final. If you take that away, whatever other system you bring in, then they have nothing to aim for. And in any given season, depending on the luck of the draw, a team from the lower status at this given moment in time could end up in a provincial final. Well, they win it or not is neither here nor there, but the fact they get to one will be a day to remember for them and their supporters. So I, I wouldn't like to take that away from anybody. Do you think Kildare can put it up to Dublin this year? Well, it looks like it should have beat them in the league. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, they look to be gaining ahead of steam here now. And, and if they're separated to the final, I, I think they'll both be in it. Do you think it might have been a bit closer today, Vicky, uh, if, if you had an extra week to prepare? Would that have helped? Well, it didn't help. It didn't help, of course. You know, uh, and that's probably an unfair part of the whole system as well, that you have these sort of so-called minnow teams playing in these preliminary rounds one week after they play, their for, they, they play that preliminary round. Uh, it doesn't seem quite fair. A couple of weeks would seem to be better to do that, but maybe that, that time doesn't exist. Maybe we need to create a new year. <laughs> Just one last question. Obviously, it's, it's a month now to the to the qualifier. So, mm-hmm. what I suppose do players maybe need a couple of a session or two away? Is it a break? Uh, or, or they, what might is need, it? they might need a short break now, anyway, because they've been going a lot, very hard since last November. So, we'll just have to reassess that at the minute now. We we didn't plan to be doing that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. planned to be going on. So, yeah, like, is there a potential club weekend next weekend, or is, or do you plan to keep them in house? I suppose for the. For I next think month? I think we've got to work away. This is the county season, you know. We we got to keep their eye on the ball that they want to be playing and and practicing for county level football. The club football will be there the rest of the year mm. for them. Yeah, no problem. So the talking points I have here. Uh, the first talking point to come away from the game is the physicality difference between the two sides. They were absolutely ferocious in the tackle they were physically strong they were, they were injuring our players come the end of the game they were able to kick score to keep going and keep going and keep going the fitness levels the way they covered the ground the way they could counter attack it just shows the difference there in the levels and uh, where we have to get to you know this is the side uh, you know imagine the season war but this is the side that has been in division 1 in up and down division 2 
Um, but more or less Division 2 more so than Division 1 this past couple of seasons so that just shows how much work we have to do you know some lads were getting like um, hurt you know we weren't able to express ourselves like we normally can and that, that showed that showed in, in one of the reasons why we were doing 16 points between the sides in the end um, that physicality talking points number 2 was the referee very pedantic, slowed the game down, didn't give the calls when needed. Um, you always felt there was a bit of more attention on him than there should have been. Uh, I don't usually re- do mention referees with talking points, but he's massive talking points. Even in giving uh, Conor Grimes the early yellow card, he's given a lot of yellow cards. Um, doesn't really make a big call on the... Uh, Makes a call for the square ball for us. I'm going to talk about that now in 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 the extra part of talking points. Um, misses one big call with a score they get. Doesn't do anything with a Tommy Dorn incident. I'm going to talk about that as well. So overall, it was a big talking point in in a 16 point game when it shouldn't really be uh, that much of a talking point at all. Talking point number three was was just Laird's positions and and the way we played. Um, I don't understand why Colin McKeever is playing in the half forward line having played so well at half back during the league a revelation in the league and he hasn't got back to that level because he's playing in the half forward line Owen Callan has come back into the side John Clutterbuck has come back into half back and uh, Clutterbuck has been taken out of midfield possibly could have been done there with legs in the middle of the field as well you know you ended up having uh Liam Jackson going and Kevin Flynn so they were kind of like two midfielders going around after each other but even uh, it just it took away from Liam's kind of attacking now on the half forward line um, so for me look maybe there's this, there's a case there for strength and depth like we need to develop a panel even more I know we have more of a panel than we have done in a couple of seasons but uh, yeah it was, a, it was it was interesting one even even uh, Dermot Campbell getting a run today and he didn't get a, get a run last weekend. Surely he would have benefited from last weekend. Uh, so that was an interesting one, especially when like Daniel Flynn was getting on a lot of ball, a full for, full uh, full back. And even like you could have done with Bevan out the field rather than playing in the full back and, and driving forward at every opportunity. You know? So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's your first three talking points. If you want the 28-29 extra talking points, sign up now, patreon.com forward slash loud and proud. Come on, you know you want to. So that's it. That is all the talking points. Whether you paid for free or not, or whether you've paid for the extra ones or not, that, that's it. That's all the talking done. That's everything picked apart. Uh, it's important now, like Mickey, Mickey mentioned at his uh, the end of the interview there, about club players, I think it's important that players are kept and they're, they drive on now for the for the the qualifier the start of June. I'll be building up to that. I'll have plenty of podcasts this month. If you signed up last month, you would have got a podcast every more than a podcast every second day. I think there's sixteen podcasts in the thirty days of April. So May will be no different. We have plenty of content, plenty of chat, plenty of plenty of banter, and it'll be league all about the shows. It'll be a very club heavy month. 
Um, maybe we do a bit of the hoarders and the ladies as well. But just at the end of the the end of the month as well, we'll ramp it up for the qualifiers and see who we get, how that goes, and what to look forward to. But yeah, still plenty to look forward to. Just on a tough day from Tullamore. Um, very important to sign up. Patreon.com forward slash Loud and Proud. Uh, I'll chat to you next week, probably next Saturday. The league all about it, so probably quarter past nine. And if not, you catch me during the week if you signed up. But uh, that's all from Dan Bannon on episode 195 of the Loud and Proud podcast. Good luck and hard luck, Loud.